Shut up and sit down. Jake freaking Elliott! Woo! Uh, welcome to Microbrood Sports. What a hell of a football game, Pete. Yeah, it was something. <laughs> this is uh, your podcast where we now know that mute means flash. Or not flash. As long as, no. It, <laughs> mute is when it is flashing. Okay. We cannot remember when we're actually talking or when we're not. But uh, hell of a football week. Eagles won. Jets won. We're both in great moods. The beer is cold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, the one thing that went terribly wrong was I was 0 for 5 on my bets. Oh, it was fantastic. Actually, <laughs> well, I mean, the, we've, I think we mentioned this before. Going 0 and 5 is just as impressive as going 5 and 0. It is really hard to be that wrong against the oh, spread. Oh, and I was, which only uh, pumped paid up to beyond belief right also if you listened to me my advice last week and bet the home dogs on teasers up you probably had a good week yeah home dogs were coming at it yeah they were they were eating so uh i had to buy some beer this week since i have no idea what i'm doing with lines last week apparently uh i'm drinking penn brewery which out of pittsburgh which uh yeah not the place you want to be uh no i've never actually been there but i just don't like the sports teams uh Tangerine Swirl, it's a it's an ale, uh, not bad. I mean, I'm a few sips into it. Tangerine just makes it sound like it would be one of those uh, like super sweet beers yeah. or something that you wouldn't like want to be drinking a lot. But it's actually not very sweet. It's pretty. That's the key with those fruity beers. Yeah, can't be too sweet. Exactly. I kind of like it so far. What about you, Pete? What are you drinking? I have. It's called Euphoria by Duclaw Brewing. It's out of Baltimore, Maryland. Another Maryland beer. Um, this is a toffee nut brown ale. So toffee's all right, mm-hmm. not bad. I like I lo- usually love brown ales. So far, this is like it seems a little bitter, which not the, not a big fan of bitter, but we'll see. Okay. We only had a couple sips. I'm willing to give you it a chance. Expand your horizons. Yeah. You you didn't think I would like that sour beer? I didn't. It was a solid. Beer. Also, I had I had one of our buddies who listens to it give me hell for giving shit on the ghost beers. <laughs> Guy loves ghost beers. Okay. Yeah, so might far, be the only one, but all right. So far, I would compare this uh, Penn Brewery Tangerine Swirl to like a uh, Shock Top, something like oh, that. Oh, well then, yeah. So it's not bad, right? Um, so let's jump into it. We're gonna get back to football because trust me, I got some Jake Elliott to talk about. Jesus Christ! But uh, Pete wanted to first get some baseball stuff in. Well, uh, we gotta. Yeah, the I, Yankees are going to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I'm on the uh, down. I'm, I'm Getting away from baseball. Yeah, yeah, you're you're full fan. you're full into the football yeah, season, which but, is which is expected right. and understandable. But come October, I mean, baseball. Yeah, I don't it, care what team you root yeah, for. You got to watch. Watching. You gotta and watch. we got a Yankees game wild card next Tuesday. Yep, Yankees clinched um, the other day, and they I don't know I don't know if the Twins I think actually the Twins clinched last night, so it is for sure the Yankees will play the Twins in Yankee Stadium Tuesday, October third. Tuesday, October 3rd, and it's kind of been a question about who's going to start the game. We have Brian Kenny on MLB Network saying we need yep. to, we should be bullpenning the game, basically throwing Chad Green for two innings, then going to Robertson and Canely and uh, Batances and Shreve um, and Chapman. Right. And here's what I think we both agree with this. Yeah. So th- my problem with that is that you're not – I don't care who you're throwing out there. You could be throwing out, like – the best pitcher in baseball. Right. He's not going to have a long leash anyway. Yeah, that's so, the point. And it's a my, and my one thing game. my thing is we have two very high quality starters in Luis Severino and Sonny Gray. Yeah. Sonny Gray has also pitched in a wild card game like this before for the Oakland A's a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Um, so it's going to be between those two. Louis just pitched the day, looked good against the Rays. He had a shorter outing against the Twins just the other week when we played him for four games. Didn't look that great. 
But I, so I'll be I'll, I'm interested to see what Girardi does because you have Sonny Gray who's been there before, established veteran, and then you have Severino who's been our best pitcher this year, mm-hmm. but he's young, and he's never been on this stage. So I, I tend to think Sonny Gray is going to get the yeah, nod. That's what I was going to say. If I'm if I'm Girardi, I'm throwing Sonny Gray, and I'm telling the bullpen guys I'm not having like a quote unquote bullpen game. Yeah. But I'm telling them, be up, be oh, ready, be I loose. agree. I mean, this is... I'm not above pulling the starter in the first inning. This is game, this is game seven. Yeah. This is game seven for the World Series, basically. It, yeah. If you it's did, one and done. Yeah. You, it's winner and that's winner the logic that Brian Kenny's kind of right. overlooking, where it's like, yeah, I'm not just going to throw nothing but bullpen guys, put people yeah. in situations they haven't been in before, yada, yada. And, and definitely expect if... Yeah, definitely, like, if it's the fourth inning and there's two guys on and it's a tight game... And like uh, the Twins pitchers looking good, you can expect to see bullpen early. Oh yeah, and it, that's okay because even if even if Sonny Gray or Severino doesn't go very long, that just means they can get back. If we win the game, they can get back in, earlier to pitch like a game right. two. And in a low like scoring that. game, like let's say the Yankees' offense isn't scoring a lot either, right? I wouldn't put it past to like whoever starts for the Yankees to go like four innings, one earned or whatever, and get pulled anyway. You know right. what I mean? Yep. So it is what it is. We'll see. We're on the same page there. But uh, so the, they should either be facing Irvin Santana or Jose Barrios, and they're and they're going to be the higher wild card team, right? So it's it's, in, a, it's Yankee in Yankee Stadium. Stadium, correct? Which plays to our benefit because we have power hitters right. out the ying. Uh, let's not forget that Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez so far have combined for 83 home runs. Woo. Big year. Yeah. But I do expect, I would expect Santana to get the nod. He's a veteran pitcher, pitched in the playoffs. We also just played them the other, the other week. We, I think we swept them in a four game set, but, uh, we faced each Santana and Barrios. We beat each of them, but, uh, mm-hmm. Santana looked a little bit more formidable. We really wore down Barrios. Like we, I think he didn't make it through four innings and had almost 100 pitches. Well, it's always interesting too when you face the same pitcher multiple times in, in a, a short amount of yeah, time. Yeah, it is, and it favors the hitters Typically. usually because uh, one of the advantages like pitchers have is not seeing the same hitters over right. and over again as much. And uh, typically, a batter sees a pitcher over and over, he starts getting better looks. Yeah. So I would almost expect a pretty high scoring game, um, but we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't expect the Yankees to give up a ton of runs. Okay. And if they throw Santana, he is a strike well, thrower. I don't know if uh, did did uh, Sonny Gray pitch that series. I don't think he did. Okay. But Maybe. if Santana throws, he's a strike thrower. Mm-hmm. So the Yankees aren't going to be able to work the count as much. They're going to have to swing. Okay. So you might see him register some strikeouts, but like Barrios was really. He was falling behind the count, and he's a strikeout guy as it is. So, like, you know, he was struggling with control all night. So, I, I would expect to see Santana, and I would expect it to be... Well, yeah, usually you're going to want to throw the veterans in this yeah. scenario. Anyways. I expect it to be a relatively under eight runs total. Okay. Um, other thing of note, unless you have anything specific on that game to add, uh, is your boy, Aaron Judge. All rise. Yeah, broke the uh, rookie single-season record. Yes, he did. Now, the asterisk next to that is that Reese Hoskins didn't get enough at-bats to break oh, the record himself. Right, okay. <laughs> well, I guess, is he going to qualify as being a rookie next year? I'd have to look into that. I think he is, because I think it's like a low number of at-bats. I think it's our plate appearances. Right. It's not a very high number. And where, where are we setting the over-under next year for old Reese in terms of home runs? Oh, I think it's reasonable to set it at like 32 and a half. That's fairer than I thought you were going to put it at. Yeah, well... <laughs> I mean, you think he's going to hit over 40. I might, yeah, I would probably take the over on the 32 and a half. Yeah. But I think, like, to expect next season, yeah. like, where it would actually be set. Yeah, we'll... We'll, we'll get into that a We'll get into that. Now. We have plenty of time to talk but, about uh, Reese Lightning. Right. And just some interesting tidbits, not that we're necessarily going anywhere with this, but we were doing the math because I was like, how... Does Judge have so many home runs and and not that many RBIs? There's 50 home runs, 109 RBIs, right? Right. Um, and I was saying to Pete, I was like, you, you got to assume he's got at least 90 RBIs just on the home runs with 50 home runs. Turns out he has 83. 83, so I wasn't far off. But as, uh, for anyone keeping score at home, 26 solos, 16 two-run home runs, seven three-runners, and one granny. So, I don't know, that... Just an interesting tidbit. Shout out to Baseball Reference for providing us that yeah. lovely information. But uh, great site, Yankees guys. Come on, let's get on base for Judge and Judge. And it's interesting. Maybe a little more RBIs when you're not hitting. Yeah, games. it's interesting. You would think, based off that, his like runner, his batting average and uh, with runners in scoring position would be horrendous. Yeah, you would think. Two fifty five has an over a thousand OPS. 
I mean, I think it was a thousand on the dot. Right? It was a thousand four, but who's oh, counting? Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's not even like he's playing that outside of himself with runners in scoring. No, position. it's just it's a slight RB, day, RB, RBIs but... are an opportunity game. You gotta beat yeah. people off beyond for when you get hits. It's gonna fluctuate a lot of times. Right. But maybe take the over next year on uh, maybe the RBIs. Maybe but, uh, you got anything else to add, Yankees wise? No, I'm excited. I'm I f- expect to win the game, which scares the shit out of me. Okay, and that's next Tuesday. And typically for us, you're looking at Wednesday pods recently. Right, so, so we will. Pete will be actively crying or getting crying pretty, joy. Well, yeah, because the winner is going to face winner of that game faces either the. Astros or the Indians, and they're only a game apart going into the weekend with the Indians yeah. holding the one game lead. So, so you want to play the Astros? I want to play the Astros yeah. because I do not want to face Kluber twice in nope. a five game set. Nope. Yeah. Not that Keuchel and Verlander aren't great. I just don't want to face Kluber. Right. And I think the Astros are super talented, but I just the Indians, man, they're real fucking good. We'll see. They might have peaked at the wrong time though. Maybe. So let's uh, let's go back to some football here. Let's do it. All right. Um, Eagles. They Hell played yeah. the Giants. Did play the Giants. They won. Yes, they I gave lost up twenty-four points in the fourth quarter. They did. I, okay. I lost the the spread. Yeah, you were saying take the six or whatever. It's a div- yeah. Hey, hey, man. But uh, they won by three, so they they lost that for me. But there was some real good stuff going on that I'm excited about. Uh, one of the things I was telling Pete was, like, you can dig into some of the negatives here, and this isn't like an analytical thing or nothing, but it's just like. Anyone who's been an Eagles fan knows that it's like we find amazing ways to lose games that we shouldn't lose just over the years. Like, and I was telling him last year, the first thing that pops into my mind is uh, Ryan Matthews dropping a fumble when we were trying to run out the clock against the Lions. Um, and then in 2006, we lost the same way we just won this past week with Matt Bryant uh, at the time being with the Bucks, hitting a 62-yarder to beat us right as time ran out. And it seems just like the way we're winning games, like – you had Kirk Cousins in week one throw that bad pick down by the end zone. You feel like it's your year. It's feeling that way. Now, I'm not saying, like, hey, let's get the parade going or nothing. But <laughs> Wait, wasn't it last year after week three that the Eagles were winning the Super Bowl? They, oh, I was feeling real good after okay. week three. So, well, again, we here, here we are. curb stomped the Steelers. It was great. You did. But, uh, no, it, it seriously feels like this could be, like, a little bit of, like, a little magical run. Not necessarily, like, a Super Bowl run, but a good season where we could be having some fun because things are really just breaking our way. Um, you had a definite change in philosophy, yeah. and I, neither one of us are big Doug Peterson guys. You're not a Doug Peterson no, guy. No, I, I mean... Right. And yeah. one of the things I... While I enjoy the change in philosophy we had this week, because uh, the run game worked great. We ran 39 times, so I believe it was 31 run or passes. Yeah. We actually ran more than we passed. Um Run game was doing awesome, but it's like it's not even like it doesn't feel like it was Doug's idea. Even it feels like it was peer pressure from like the fans and media, and he's just like, "Well, now I gotta run." Well, it's an interesting thing to point out because I think the strength of the Giants is their pass defense. True. So, so I wonder if it was a philosophy too. premeditated like game plan, like, "Hey, we need to pound the rock here because they have their linebackers aren't necessarily fast. Right. Their defensive line is no is good for pass rush, which mm-hmm. makes which kind of feeds into why their pass defense is so good. So I'm curious. I mean, I'm not curious. We saw. I think it was right. a premeditated game plan to beat them with the run and limit the amount of throws Wentz was going to have. Uh huh. And I saw, um, kind of on a same note but other side, I thought the Giants had a great game plan because mm-hmm. I was saying how our defensive line right. is our strength. Their offensive line is the worst in football. I would assume. Right. I they got saying. the ball out quick. Yeah. Um, I think they said that uh, – I forget the number, but it was some crazy number of Eli's passes were out of his hand in under two seconds. Yeah, you, got, you, did, not, you did not record a sack. Right. And uh, I'm going to try and look up the screenshot so I get the numbers exactly right on my phone. But I saw an article where it was Jalen Mills was targeted more than any res- any corner had ever been targeted in a game before or something like that. It was insane. But uh, I'll let Pete talk for a little while. I look for that. But some other notes. Um, so basically, we we're running great. I thought Wentz did another great game as far as keeping plays alive, doing a little scrambling, stuff like that when things seem dead, where normal quarterbacks don't do that. Uh, another thing to note, uh, Rasul Douglas, another good game. <laughs> he had that uh, great pick where he got his head around, uh, made a play on the ball, which we thought was a free play. Eli thought it was a free play. Yeah, yeah you could I, tell. And yeah. then the penalty was on them. Yeah. But it was inside the five-yard line, which like if, whenever you can get a turnover in the red zone, just huge. Right. And then uh, another big point was the whole fourth and eight. Two minutes, uh, 36 seconds left 
in the half or first quarter, one of those, we were on the right. Giants 43, and it was like, I think it was the first quarter, and freaking Doug decides to go for it. Another thing I'm No, not, that, that was the half, because was that's half? when they got the opportunity to take the ball down and score, and okay, yeah, bailed yeah. you guys out by being complete yes. and utter idiots <laughs> on the goal line, like but just losing their mind. My big, uh, my big gripe there is, at that point you're pitching a shutout. The Giants' offense wasn't doing a whole lot. They're getting the ball out quick and maybe getting a first down they, too. But they it couldn't, was like they couldn't move the length of the field. Right, you're on the forty-three. Punt the damn thing. Pin yeah. them inside their own twenty. It, like a bad punt pins them at their own fifteen. Bad punt puts them at their twenty if they touch. Put yeah. a touchback. Right. Okay. Go eighty yards. Yeah. Good luck. Like yeah. Good luck. Now punt us the ball back in a minute and then we'll, we'll give it another try. Right. You need eight yards on one play and uh, the running back. I want to say was blunt on that play was open for a minute underneath, but for like a three-yard gain, he would have to turn around and run. There was two Giants right there. I heard yeah. some people talking shit on Wentz for not throwing that. No, there was no one open. Wentz had to hold the ball. They were like, Wentz, hold the ball too long. I'm not buying that yet. Um, but yeah, some other uh, points of note. Uh, Ertz in the third quarter, 5-17 left, dropped a touchdown, and then caught one the next play. Right. Both play, both of those throws, Wentz throws absolute Piss, piss rods. Jesus. Oh, my God. And from, like, five yards away, the, like, the second one, break a finger. The second one Ertz caught looked way harder to catch than the first yeah. one that they dropped. So, And I'm a huge Ertz fan. I'm sure, like, anyone's caught that just a while. Um, but not the best game for him dropping that first touchdown. And then with 12, four, uh, 23 left, fumbles on our side of the field yeah. in a 14-7 game. And it was like, well, yeah, oh, because shit. Here, it was great watching the game with Alex and his friends because they're absolute clowns. <laughs> Like it's fourteen nothing, and it feels like it's thirty eight nothing. Yeah, we were saying we're like everybody's just worried. relaxing. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> life is great. And within seven minutes, it's twenty one fourteen Giants. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going. I'm so happy. No, yeah, that so was, happy. That was hell. And uh, by seven, so we were pitching a shutout going into the yeah. fourth quarter. By seven thirteen left in the fourth, we were losing twenty one fourteen. Yep. It was absolute hell. Just the defense and everything just went to shit. And then we go down, and this is lost in the whole mix of Elliott and his clutchness. With 56 seconds left in the game, we're down by three. 46-yard field goal. Now, an NFL kicker, you would expect them to make a 46-yarder, but that's a missable kick at the same time. Clutch, just putting that right down the middle. And then we get the ball back. There were seven seconds left in the game. One of the things on, uh, like, one of our buddies is a Dak fan, and we were, like, comparing them all the time last year. And one of the little knocks was, like, last year, Wentz never really did a whole lot, like, late fourth quarter drives and stuff. And, I mean, this was just one play. But he had seven seconds left on his own 38. And to throw a 19-yard out at the sideline to Alshon there to get them, like, literally, like, we had to be at least right. there. And that just put everything right there uh and then Elliott, obviously, the rest is history. The longest field goal in Eagles history comes at the best time possible, just about. And uh, we Matt Bryan-ed the, the Giants, so that there was great. Go. So here's some points of hesitation, maybe, for Eagles fans. Okay. Okay? So we I already went up through week one, the Redskins win, where, you know, it looked. I think the score looked worse than the game actually was because the Redskins had a chance late in the game. Redskins didn't play a good game. Right. They played a pretty sloppy game. Yeah, but they've looked really good since. Right, I understand that. Now, now in this game, before the half, the Giants just give you seven points. They, they don't get this, the touchdown or any field goal, so they don't score there. Also, the I want to say, yeah, the, the punt that set up the, the play for Wentz to throw to Alshon to set up the field goal, Brad Wing... Shanks the punt. Shank the piss out of it. All you have to do is... They were I so worried... giant punters. They were so worried about <laughs> Miracle at the Meadowlands again. Like, <laughs> part two. He shanks great. the freaking punt. Yeah. Because I, th- I th- honestly think they were trying to kick it out of bounds so they wouldn't have to defend it. Yeah. And he shanks it. Right. So there, again, like, leaves you just at the perfect spot to maybe make a play. Right. And you do. I mean... All, all credit to Wentz and the Eagles for making the play. Yeah, they, that's a great they play. They took advantage of the but opportunity. The but Giants tried to lose this exactly. game. Exactly, and this is kind of what I'm talking about, though, with right. things like seem but, to be breaking our way. Yeah, I and mean, sometimes you just have one of those seasons. I'm not. I, I, yeah, the Eagles, I think, are a little bit better than I thought they would be, but I'm still not there on them yet. Okay, I'm not. 
like I'm not over the moon. Well, I know you're gonna be skeptical for, until I'm I'm sold. skeptical until until I see what I consider like a dominating win. I just don't see it. Right. I'm not seeing it yet. I mean, the but, offense the offense for as good as it was was only put like only had 14 points in yeah. the fourth quarter. I, we left some. Yeah, we you guys left, left a lot of meat on the bone. Well, and just like a funny little note, like so, and I think most Eagles fans feel the same way. Like. We don't even hate the Giants that much, and it's because we're so their big brother. It's great. Like it's, it's really funny you say that because they've won two Super Bowls in the last. I know, but head to head, though. I know, I know. It's just we. I never realized they that. lose to us in the most ridiculous ways. Yeah. Like you have the original Miracle at the Meadowlands, uh, before the Miracle at the Meadowlands two. Uh, I don't even remember where it was at exactly, but you had the late punt to Westbrook where it bounced. He ran under it, caught it, took it back for a late touchdown. Yeah. And then, like, I'm just telling you, they can't punt against us in the fourth yeah, quarter. It's weird. They really should. You punt shouldn't. to Deshaun, you get that one. And, like, it wasn't even just the Deshaun touchdown there. That was, like, one of the greatest They should just have Eli. And then 61-yard field goal. They should just like, have. Like, walk-off shot. They should really just have Eli um, throw the ball as far as he can and hope an Eagles defender stupid enough to pick it off <laughs> instead of taking the down. Yeah. Because they'd be better off doing that <laughs> than punting to you guys. Oh, man. It's great. But, um, I mean, overall, spirits are way up. But I've thought about this a few times. And figured I'd have to mention it on the pod. Like, how much? What's the percentage likelihood if you had to do that a hundred times that Elliot hits that sixty-one yard field goal? Like, not uh, high. Probably not, right? I yeah. mean, a lot of kickers have that kind of leg now, but like, right. to, to honestly not get it blocked or twenty percent, yeah, probably twenty percent, something like that. Because you have to, you have to hit that pretty low, right, to get that distance off. And of it, you got to so. hit it straight. You do. I mean, we were on the right hash from the out right. bounce, and he hit it like. As straight as oh, possible because it just yeah, snuck in. It snuck in. It almost was like too straight. Yeah, probably a twenty percent kick. If, right. It's not like if that. that. Yeah. Probably like it one out of six. High. But one out of six maybe. my point is, if our kicker doesn't pull like the greatest kick in Eagles history, and that's not even an exaggeration, yeah. out of his ass, we could be having a completely different mood and conversation right now. Sure. And uh, so that's something you got to keep in mind as far as keeping your emotions in check here, if you can. But. Overall, man, but I don't you, you cannot can. complain at this point. Yeah, you, you cannot complain <laughs> at this point of the season, man. 2-0 and in the division. Right. Uh, the one loss, I mean, who's mad about a loss at Arrowhead the way the Chiefs look this year? Right. It might be the best yeah. in football like if you're doing power rankings after three weeks. So, um, man, I'm having fun. Sure. But uh, our buddy Dooley even said this is my favorite time of yes, the year. Yes, favorite time of the year. Phillies are winding down, so we're talking about the future, which looks a better than what the present always is. Yep. Eagles are off to a fast start, and no Sixers are hurt yet. <laughs> yeah. So it is. Come December, is. life will be hell again, buddy. It'll yeah. be all right. So let's talk about the Jets last week, then. Yeah, the Jets shocked the world. They won a game, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they actually kicked the shit out of the Dolphins. They beat them weird. down. Almost shut them out. Yeah. They. Yeah, the Dolphins scored with like no time on the clock. Right. So basically, it's a shutout for the most part. But uh, the Jets. Came in and clearly had the idea of like, hey, let's take Ajayi out of the game, mm-hmm. make Cutler beat us. Well, Jay Ajayi had 11 carries for 16 yards. Mm-hmm. Check number one, Cutler can't beat us. That's 1.5 yards a carry too. <laughs> it's not very good. Yeah. Um, Cutler, yeah, Cutler, five yards per attempt for Cutler. They well, that's the thing against the Chargers. I mean, Landry had what 13 catches for like 70 yards. They've been throwing a lot of short passes, and I just think the Jets. We're ready for it. I mean, yeah, they were up on the ball. Well, and we've said this since before the season. The Jets' defense isn't that bad. No, the Jets have blue chippers on defense, and I'm going to point out Jamal Adams played a fantastic yeah. game. I have a couple retweets on our account um, showing just what he can do. Yeah, I mean he 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 comes up in the box, like sheds a tackle, gets a tackle for loss. There's a deep ball thrown his way. He he covers so much ground and gets a pass deflection. Um. Demario Davis, our middle linebacker, had I think nine according uh, according to PFF, like nine single like stops himself. So played a great game. Um, yeah, I mean the Jets, the Jets defense ha- definitely has players on it. Um, the offense showed up a little bit. Robbie Anderson finally broke out. You know your twelfth round pick in your your dynasty league finally yeah. finally did a little something. He got behind got was, behind the corner. He was riding pine, but yeah, got behind the corner. Was not. Uh, former Eagle great Byron Maxwell, was whoever their other dude is. Fuck Byron Maxwell. It might have been Xavier Howard or something like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, a little note from this game. I think Forte left. He has turf toe, probably going to sit out next week. Um, yeah. 
Jets get a dub, and we're hosting the Jags this week. So, can we get another one? Winnable game. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be like, hey, yeah, Jets no. fans, get ready to... No, no. There, listen, guys. There's nothing to get too excited about here. We're probably still right. going to be the worst game team in the league. But overall, like, this game this past week was, like, the best case scenario from kind of exactly what we were talking about. Like, you're not going to get a ton out of the Jets offense. If you can hit a couple big plays, that's great. Yep. And then the Giants defense, basically, you just need your offense to stay on the field long enough to let the defense be decent. You know what I mean? Correct. Because they have, I don't think either of us or any reasonable fan thinks that their defense is that bad. No. Like, and they uh, have players. Yeah, and the defensive line, and, like Jamal Adams, he's going to be a real player. He's going to be a real. Player. I was a little surprised uh, John Lynch, as the GM of the Niners, didn't take him second. Yeah, when that happened, but that's a different conversation. It is. But uh, I think now he he's real good. He yeah, I'm good. very very excited about him. But yeah, I mean it's still going to be a long season, but. It's well. great. It's great that we're not uh, that we're not going to be 0 16. Yes, that is just a big sigh of relief. It is off the shoulders. It kind of is. Yeah, because that was in play. Not that it was likely. But right. It's really hard to do that, it but is. you just feel good getting out of the way. <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't have to worry about exactly. it. Exactly. Um, just to circle back to to the Eagles, I I just found this screenshot I took. Yeah, uh, Jalen Mills was targeted 21 times by Eli, which is oh wait, I totally forgot. Alex during this game makes a comment up fourteen. The Eagles are up fourteen nothing. He's we're watching the game and he says, "You know, I think Odell's overrated." Holy shit! Did Odell respond? Yeah, he just just immediately shit on him. <laughs> Two fantastic cut touchdown catches just starts eating him alive, and I oh it was I was in my glory. Yeah, it was great. Well, here's the thing: it was a lot of that was fantasy related because some of the guys in my dynasty league are talking about you want him over David Johnson. I'm like, you want the running back, yada yada. All right, I don't think he's as good as Antonio Brown. Anyways, yeah, I was eating shit from Pete. For oh, a it was while. great. Yeah, he's overrated. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom. Eagles down 21-14. Right, great but, stuff. But for anyone interested in the Jalen Mills thing, so targeted 21 times and 71.4 percent of those were completed, but only for 119 yards. And that's one of the things about Jalen Mills. He's actually a real strong tackler, especially for a corner. So uh, Fun little nugget there. Yeah, uh, that played right into the, they were getting the ball out right away. My gripe there was Jalen Mills was not getting up on his guys. Like, you could watch, go back and watch the plays right as they were happening. Mm-hmm. And Mills was playing off the whole time. And well, then was you'd he, have he Douglas was, on the other was side. He, was he pressing. covering Odell? A lot of it, yeah. Well, they said that, But uh, I, think the, I think the fear is... Didn't you, want to get beat deep. I mean, don't get beat deep. Right. That's the thing. Okay, let give well, him give him the the dinks. A nugget the there was thirteen of those targets were to Beckham while he was covering him, and they completed nine for seventy nine yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, so nine for seventy nine is not too bad. You're not too excited about the two touchdowns, but those were Beckham, all Beckham. Yeah, I mean the first one. I don't know a corner in the league that stopped. Fantastic him there, really. body contortion on the first one right. to keep his feet in bounds, and the second one was just a ridiculous one handed catch. Yeah. Right? So there's just interesting Typical nuggets, but OBJ. I think what you can take from that, honestly, is that our corners aren't as bad as I thought they were going to be. Well, I mean, I think we said it, the, your pass rush really helps that out, too. It does. I mean, you look at like the uh, Giants the two years they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, where they had no business doing that. It's like, that's point number one yep. as far as what pass rush can do, even to a guy like Tom Brady. So the Eagles are at the Chargers this week. Yeah, and they're catching a point. Yeah, plus one. Against the 0-3 Chargers. Interesting. Yeah, so you're going to favor, even, whatever, it's a real game, but you're going to favor the 0-3 team against the 2-1 and team. I guess they're looking a lot at the whole, what we pointed out with Kirk Cousins. And and the Giants. Yeah, like maybe handing so. us games. Also going west. Yeah. You're traveling very very far west. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to get out of the way right here, and I'm taking the Eagles and give me that point. Right. You're. you're yeah. I think we're that the was a pretty easy call for you. Yeah, huh? um, uh, I think we're the better team than the Chargers. See, okay. Pete is a little biased here because he was super hyped coming into the season about his plus like four hundred odds at six hundred plus six hundred odds at the Chargers winning that division. Well, that's he's, out. He's sweating bullets. Probably out the door. Yeah, I mean, you're zero three. You don't win the division. Well, if you lose this week, you're done. Well, zero sure. three. You you won't win the division. Yeah, probably. Not. You're not going to win the division. I mean, you could maybe pull a ten and six out of your ass, but you're not winning the division. Not in that division with the Chiefs and yeah, the Raiders right. and the Broncos. All those teams have looked good, while mm-hmm. the Chargers can't get out of their. Well, own the way. Raiders looked awful against the Redskins, but in the past they, yeah. Yeah, and guess what? I'm taking the Chargers minus the point. Okay. And again, I, I'm probably going to be wrong all year on them, just because <laughs> they're my like they're my team now, and I well. 
They're not your team, but they're you're the, the team. I've the adopted. I'm invested. I'm invested in them. Yeah, yeah. And I just can't. I can't fathom it. I yeah. really can't. They can't get out of their own way. They lose. You know who looked awful was Philip. Right. Yeah. They, that's the thing. They again. Like, I'm getting to my point. They can't get out of their own way. Right. For most of that game, it was 17 to 10. Okay. Kareem Hunt breaks off a big one at the end to make it 24 to 10. Philip Rivers threw four picks. Yeah. And it's 17 to 10. Yeah. Their defense kept the Chiefs in check all day. Yeah. All you have to do is score three touchdowns at home, and you beat the Chiefs. Nope. The game's Can't over. I mean, and it comes another like you know second game against the Dolphins. The kicker botches a field goal. First game against the Broncos. Kicker botches a field goal. Mm-hmm. They could potential. I would. I can't say three and because you know they probably deserved to lose last game by getting intercepted four times. But they could realistically be sitting at two and one and right. feeling pretty good about themselves. So and that's why I definitely think, about think the Chargers. Their offense is just like not very efficient. Like. I don't have the exact number sent in front of me, but like uh, I already went on this rant about like fantasy before with uh, what's his face, their running back, never yeah. averaging four yards a carry before. Right. Um, and then I have Keenan Allen, who I'm actually pretty big on, but he's their number one receiver, high volume guy. Uh, he's averaging like eight yards a catch or something stupid. Well, he's never been a he's always he's not a downfield. He's guy, a move really. the chains kind of right kind of player. But it's just like. He's not I, yeah, like, doing a ton. Something's not clicking yet for they them. They need that Mike Williams, the rookie, to, to eh. come back and shake things up, I think. I don't bit. think so. I mean, I think Travis Benjamin's good. I think Tyrell Williams is good. Yeah. I think Keenan Allen's good. I think if anyone really hurts us this week, it's I don't think it's going to be Keenan Allen as much as I think like one big one to Travis Benjamin down the field. Or Tyrell the Gazelle. Yeah. I think that's but the, here's something the thing. I'm more worried they about. They have weapons everywhere. Hunter Henry. Gates. Williams, Benjamin. Gates at this point is a dinosaur, though. Okay, but in the red zone, good luck yeah. covering him. No, in the, in the red zone, he's still I a mean, weapon. But between like, the 20s, I'm not too worried about him at sure, all. Sure, but that's where Hunter Henry typically plays. And yeah. he's a good young tight end. So, yeah, I'm definitely I'm taking the Chargers because I'm not I'm not buying the Eagles yet. Okay. And I think, I think I this think, is an easy game where you could lose. Okay. They're desperate. They're 0-3. They ha- like, if they don't win, it is for sure over. Playoffs yeah. are probably out of the picture. Oh, yeah. It's hard to come back from 0-4, so yeah. they're going to well, should be a kitchen sink some, game for them. Some to look for for the Eagles, too, I think, is uh, I think they're going to continue to run the ball this game. Um, and I think you're going to see a lot more of Wendell Smallwood and Corey Clement than you have in these past weeks. Uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned Clement in the first one, but I've been talking about him ever since preseason. I'm a big fan. I want him to get some touches, and I think he could be like a real piece Well, I saw they signed, they signed back Barner. Okay. Yeah. To, He's gonna punt return. Yeah. I, I don't. I doubt it'll carry the Brock. Right. It'll but, be a punt um, return situation. But yeah, I think those guys, and I think uh, especially like if you have a chance in your fantasy league, you should pick up Smallwood because uh, he he's gonna take a lot of the Darren Sproles reps. Yeah. And it looks like they're really committed to not having Blunt on the field that much. Yeah. To, to give away what they're gonna do. Yeah. But I mean, he ran really hard. They did. And probably deserved a couple more carries. Yeah. But uh, th- that's what we were saying. That's the what they're game, gonna but, do. They're, that's, I mean, they're going to be rotating backs. Like that's for the most part. That's a Andy Reid, Doug Peterson philosophy. Like we're going to use right. backs. But Smallwood last week also ran really hard, and he did like some phenomenal pass blocking jobs too. Yeah. So I think he's going to see a big uptick in playing time. Okay. Um. So just look for. I think they're going to get a heavy dose of Smallwood in the passing game and in the running game, and I think we're going to keep doing that a lot. And maybe not so much passing stats for for once and everybody, but that's more of a fantasy thing than anything. Interesting. But, but I think that's something that's going to happen. Um, what do you think about the uh, Jets this week? They're at home against the Jaguars, getting three points. Yeah. Um, so uh, Forte is not going to play. You're probably going to see a lot of Bilal Powell. I wouldn't be surprised if this was finally the week where he just registers eight catches. Okay. Uh, the Jaguars' defense has been playing phenomenal. They're coming back from a London game in which they beat the piss out of the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, where the hell? They're catching that all from? this praise. Everybody's just giving them, like, right. we love you. Let me tell you. The Jags, we love you. Blake Bortles looks competent. He throws, like, what, four touchdowns against the, the Ravens? Uh-huh. A supposed good defense. So, with all that said, I'm going to take the Jets plus the three points. Probably not the right pick. I'm probably overcorrecting for just seeing a win. Mm-hmm. But I just, I'm not ready to buy that Blake Bortles is that good. And I think we can bottle up the run game because they do not have a great offensive line. And while Fournette is good, I mean, you just saw what we did to Ajayi. I think we have the chance to bottle up the run game. And I think, again, like I said last week about Bortles, I will go ahead and try to make him beat us. And I don't think 
that's something that he can sustain. I'm with you. I um, just a little side note here. I had three Ravens going in my fantasy team in that game. You Awful. got what a combined ten points. Awful. I don't even think it was that. You might not have. Oh, it was terrible, and uh, I got saved by Tom Brady dropping forty-five, and it was great, and I won. But either way, did you win? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I was so hyped. But uh, anyways. Where that kind of brings me in here is the Jaguars in such a blowout win. You would think, like, if I were just bringing up the box score, I know nothing about the game, and it was like 44-7, I'd be like, man, I bet Fournette ran for 160 yards and three touchdowns or something. Like, especially in the second half, you just thought it was Fournette, Fournette, Fournette. Guy only averaged 3.5 yards a carry. And uh, total, total, like, they're not really – they don't have a good offensive line, really. No. It was really a Blake Bortles and like just Raven sucking win, and we talked about I, I don't know if we talked about it while the mic was hot, but about the whole London thing. Yeah, Blake Bortles I think is four zero in London now. Also, I, this is something I wish I would have known last week before I picked <laughs> the Ravens. Um, the Jaguars have played there for like four or five straight years. Well, you knew that, but you didn't know that they're undefeated. I didn't realize they were undefeated. Yeah, which would have made me maybe consider a different game. Because it's a little more normal for them. They're, they're, yeah, it's a normal yeah. thing for them. Hot take, I think eventually they move out there. but Yeah, that's a possibility. Um, I mean, is Jacksonville like a major market? No. no. Well, they've had so many games blacked out there in the past. Yeah. Anyways, that's not here nor there. But uh, I'm actually going to take the Jets plus three for wow. kind of the reason why I talked about where even in a blowout win, Fournette's yards per carry isn't good. You guys just smashed a Jai last week. Um, and also, you just got to put like the human element into it. Jaguars just played a quote-unquote home game overseas. Right, come back. Come back, not even for an actual home game. Got to go all the way up to New York for another road right. game. And uh, on top of that, I while I am higher on Blake Bortles than most other people, because most other people want to just throw him in the garbage, and I think like he's not quite like throw him in the trash bad. Oh. Oh, I'm not. I'm. I'm pretty. You're throwing him in the trash. Yeah, I took him out to the trash like last year, dude. Yeah, I don't think he's quite that. I mean, you're not gonna win with him. But either way, while I don't hate him as much as Pete does, I also don't think that Blake Bortles is just gonna be this guy that he was last week. So I expect a hangover game for sure. Yeah. And uh, when we first looked at the lines, I thought like, oh man, I'm gonna be getting like six and a half on the Jets. It's gonna be great. And it was only three. Yeah, Vegas that part, isn't, that, Vegas isn't that stupid. Yeah, they're not giving. They're not making Blake Bortles a six-and-a-half-point road favorite. <laughs> yeah. Get the hell out of here. No, so I was a little upset about the plus three, and I thought about going Jags because of it, but I was like, nah, I'm going to roll with the Jets. I, I don't trust Bortles. And the biggest the biggest um, pro going for the Jags, their defense has real players. They have spent a lot of money on that defense. Kalias Campbell's been playing great. The rookie, the second-year player, Jalen Ramsey, is fantastic. Yeah. So that's the one thing going for them. If The, Je- oh, yeah. the Jets may struggle to move the ball. Like Actually, weeks. probably will. Yeah, like most well. weeks. But, um, again, I really think this is going to be a pal game where he's going to get a lot of targets this out of the is, backfield. This is going to be one of those games where you're going to look at the final score and it's going to be like 9-7. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be that. That's tough to be that low. But, yeah, I think it, it might be an ugly game, and yeah. I'm just going to take the Jets with the points in that kind of game. There you go. So uh, what other games we got? Again, uh, for anyone that hadn't seen other pods or whatever, Picking five games a week, including the two Eagles-Jets games every week. And whoever gets the most right gets a free beer for the next pod on the loser. Right. So what are, what's our season records at now? Um, our season records are both 6-8-1. and one. Right, so not the best. But I went 0-5, as you recall, last 0 and week. 0-5. So yeah. I was doing all right before last week. It's funny. I also pointed out last pod that Alex actually decided to place money on his picks. And not I told you that idea. was not a good idea to bet with him last week. <laughs> so... Are you placing money on your picks this week? Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> you have to. Now you're in. You're doing it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, you want to go first with your first game? Yeah, winner. I get, yeah, we'll do winner gets to the first game. Okay. Um, not really excited about this number, but I'm gonna go Pat's minus nine at home. Okay. Not um, to ruin everyone's buzz, but that's my that's my first one too. Okay. So yeah. we can talk about this one together yeah. then. I just don't think Carolina's very good. No, they they they've really struggled to score. Yep. And I just think the Pats are going to put up 30. Yeah. Here's so, it's, it becomes a ma- again, like last week. Yeah. I mean, last week was wrong. The Texans were able to score on them. Yes. But it becomes a math equation. Yep. If they can't if the if the, the Panthers cannot score three touchdowns or 21 points, the Patriots are getting 30. Mm-hmm. So, well, 
If and, you can't score three touchdowns, you, the, the, the Patriots are going to cover. And Cam Newton clearly isn't healthy. He's Something's wrong. Yeah. Something's wrong. Either he's out drinking every night and not watching game film, or he's not healthy. Like, either something that, isn't there. Either that, or he has taken so many hits that it's like mm. something's going on up top. Or right. he's like kind of concerned or something. He's getting yeah. cold, getting, getting uh, some cold feet. Hearing, you know, hearing footsteps every right. time he throws the ball. Um, just a side note on this for like daily fantasy football leagues. Christian McCaffrey is going to be big this week, I think. Because they're going to be down. He had 100 yards receiving last right. week, checking it down and stuff down the field. And the Patriots, they actually suck defensively this year. Not a great defensive team. But, um, but anyways, that's their one hope is that the Patriots defense plays that bad. But you got... Patriots at home where they don't lose, um, and people are down on the Patriots a little bit because of the whole Chiefs thing. But I mean, I said the last thing you want to do at the beginning of the season is piss off the Patriots. Also, it looks like it looks like Gronk's healthy. Yeah, we can't. Oh, we have to. We must point out that Kelvin Benjamin probably isn't going to play. He uh, messed up. I forget what he did. Was it a knee or something? He he might. I think he's going to sit this week. Greg Olson's already out, so. They're really starting to lose some of their playmakers, so right. this offense could struggle to move the ball. I just don't see it being a close game is basically the gist of it. I think Brady's going to take care of business. Oh, yeah. They're, the defense hasn't been getting the pass rush. It's – yeah. I mean, I, I feel like they'll probably bottle up the run, but they're not going to be able to handle the Patriots passing offense. So we're both on Patriots minus nine. Big yeah. number, but we're going to take it. What's your uh, next pick? Um, Again, this is another tough week. I, it's a shame we do these on Wednesdays. I haven't – there's a lot of things we don't some know yet. Some injury stuff. Some injury and, stuff yeah. and – you kind of listen. You kind of listen to some other guys. These lines talking. can slide too. The lines move, but anyway, I'm gonna go with Cincinnati minus three at the Browns. Okay. I think Cincinnati is not as bad as they've played. I mean, it's it's ridiculous that the offense didn't score a touchdown the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have they have talent on offense. Let's right. not get let's not be well, silly. AJ Green's just gonna own. Right, and I'm sorry, the Browns still aren't good. So like, I just think. I don't know. I'm taking. I think the Bengals are going to win a game right. against the Browns by more than three points. That's really. I'm, I don't feel confident conf, confident taking the Browns at home with points. Yeah. I'm not taking the Browns. I'm right. not doing it until until they do something. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it. Well, and I was actually a little too high on the Browns because I guess I was sipping a little bit of Kool Aid on what they did in the draft in the offseason. Yeah. And then now, but that's Miles Garrett hasn't played yet. Well, and but, he, but that's also something. They could be better as the year goes on. Right, right, right. The but, more time these guys get on the field, it's just and then when you're one, so young, it's right. tough to be that good out of the game. And then week one, if you recall, I think I took Steelers minus nine against the Browns. Right. And then they only lost they, by yeah, like they three. Yeah, they backdoored that game. And I was like, okay, like maybe the Browns are a little better. And they're not. But anyways, right. to make this the least fun gambling that we've done, that's also one of my Jesus. picks. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Bengals minus three. I mean, I don't really have a whole lot to add. I think uh, Andy Dalton really sucks a fat one, but... I think that the Bengals suck less than the Browns suck, and so how about that? Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, and you got to give the Bengals props. They came to play against Green Bay, right? They came to play. Yeah, and they're not as bad as they were the first no. two weeks. They have talent. Like, if you put another quarterback that's not Andy Dalton there, yeah. Also, also, the Bengals aren't thinking that they're out of this in no. terms of making the playoffs. No, they haven't. They're not. Did they, did they, play, they didn't play a division opponent yet, right? I'd have to go. The back Ravens and Steelers are both two and one, and the Browns are the Browns. Yeah. So, and it's not like the Ravens and Steelers have looked overly impressive. No, the Steelers. So, have been if you're the if you're the Bengals, you're think you're not thinking we're done yet. Mm-hmm. So, I think there's going to be a lot of motivation in this game. I just, I want the Bengals. Right. I'm, they're beating the Browns on more than three points. Right. That's. And then a little side note on the Bengals. Marvin should have been fired years ago. Lewis threw a little shade at Jake Elliott. When he was asked about the kick, he was like, yeah. "Oh, what is he three for five down there?" Which I well, thought was funny. Facts though, but I think he's. Uh, is that a fact? Yeah, he's okay. three for five or four for six. One of the two. I think okay. it might be four for six, but he said three for five. But anyways, he. Uh, um, I think he's this game or next game, something like that. He's gonna pass or break the record for most games coached without a playoff win. So I think that's hilarious. But anyways, let's move on to the last one, uh, and I'm hoping we don't have the same pick God. we got. If we do, we have to pick another game. Okay. I have 49ers plus 7. I got a different game. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is kind of one of those schedule things. Okay. 49ers are coming with 10 days of game planning. Played yep. on a Thursday night. Yep. Put a, Played probably one of the most fun games of the year. Yeah. Thursday night game, Rams 49ers. Offense. Sounded like a typical Thursday night game. Sounded, it, it sounded like it was going to be 13-10. Yeah, it sounded it was like gonna be hell. I didn't want to watch it. It was awesome. Yeah. Great game. 49ers had a chance to win. They got the onside kick. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, total, 
Total great game. Um, hot take, too. I think the Rams win that division. That's a really hot take. Yeah. Fucking fire over here. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Um, they do look better. but um, And the Seahawks suck. I don't think they suck. But anyway, um, 49ers plus seven. Uh, they have the rest. The Cardinals played Monday night against the boys. Mm-hmm. Got, they got beat. I just don't think the Cardinals are should be seven-point favorites to anybody right now. Okay. I mean, they went into Indy and only they won miraculously. They converted a, th- a third and 20. Yeah, they suck a little bit without David Johnson. Yeah, and I just don't think they're going to be able to run the ball. And they haven't been able to run the ball without DJ. Yep. Well, even and with him, their yards per carry. Well, they had one game with him. Right. I mean, last year, dude, the guy was an animal. He's a beast. Okay? He was, but he did a lot of his damage in the receiving game. I think dude. his yards per carry last year was like 4.2. That's good. That's good, but it's not. Uh, it's not like. Uh, all right, shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> enough. Enough. Anyway, forty niners plus seven. I just don't think the Cardinals are seven points better than anybody. Okay. So I'm taking the points with the Niners with the rest. That's fair. I'm gonna go, and this might be a little bit of a hot take here, but again, along the lines of I think the Seahawks are overrated. I'm going Colts in Seattle plus thirteen. Yeah, I almost took Seattle minus thirteen. Okay. See, here's my logic. Okay. The one thing I hate about this, so I'm arguing against myself, right. is that Seattle's home, and they're one of those teams that's different home and road. They have one of the best home team home field advantages in the league, right. if not the best. Right. The 12th man is a real thing. But here's my uh, logic in the other way, which swayed me. Okay. So the Patriot, or sorry, the Seahawks so far are averaging 16 points per game. Sure. I think their offense is terrible. Like, if you wanted to tell me the Giants don't have the worst offensive line in football, the only answer I'm going to accept other than that is Seattle. Okay. There's it's awful. I don't think I think their game plan every week is hey Russell Wilson go make a play. Okay. And I I don't like their offense at all. And then their defense last week, which I'm not saying their defense is awful cuz it's not, but they didn't come to play. Like while Seattle won, they gave up a shit ton of points and yards mm-hmm. to a Titans offense that is like eh, like pretty decent, but you know, not like you're facing the best offense in the league. And uh on on top of that, I think Jacoby Brissett isn't as bad as like your average football fan might think he is. I think he's a serviceable backup quarterback. Everybody record that sentence. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, continue. I don't think he's that bad. Okay. So um, we'll meet in a week when he throws five picks and fumbles twice. But right. uh, I just think for a team that's averaging 16 points per game three weeks in the year, I am willing to take 13 points and take the other team. All right, so here is why I think you're wrong. Okay. Um, I'm going to apply a little bit of the Patriots aspect to it. Mm-hmm. You wanted to bet a house week two that they weren't losing to the Saints, correct? Yes. And they were going to cover the spread. The Seahawks are 1-2 and two mm-hmm. playing an ass team, and they're getting them at home. They're pissed. The Titans were able to pound the shit out of the ball, mm-hmm. run all over them. Yep. Titans have a great offensive line. They have good running backs. They do. Guess what the Colts don't have? Either of them. That. Guess what the Colts... I think Marlon Mack secretly might be a good running back down the line. It doesn't even matter, though, for this week. (laughs) The Colts' offensive line isn't anything to get excited about. No. Jacoby Brissett isn't isn't an NFL starting quarterback. Okay. I mean, I I don't think he's that kind of quality. I think he's a a quality backup. I'm not saying that's definitely, because he's... He can move the pocket. He can right. get out and do things. He's with his not feet. Scott Tolzien. No, I. I mean, I completely agree. He's the best quarterback for them to play between those two. But right. I agree. Or you could try Andrew Luck and have him throw lefty. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. No, I mean, look, my whole thing is just based off of. I don't expect the Colts to score a lot. They might score. You just don't think. I'm going to say the sco- Colts score ten points. So you're saying you're goal. saying you don't expect Seattle's offense to be able. They're not going to score a lot either. Okay, and I just I couldn't disagree with you more. Okay, I'm gonna I mean, say I that think game, they have to, they have to be able to score at home against the Colts. I'm gonna say that game ends up being like seventeen ten. Okay, something like that. But like I just don't think I don't think Seattle's offense is good enough to be giving me thirteen points. I, I'll also say Seattle's a notorious team for getting better as the year goes on. Yeah, they're not they're typically not a very fast starting team, and offensive line is definitely one of those things where as you go you can kind of form a more cohesive unit. And kind of get better as the year goes on. So, I, I mean, I realize they're never going to be... This offensive line is never going to no. be a top half of the league. Yeah. But you can move from And they don't have Marshawn Lynch to running 18. back to make it seem better now either. Right, but I mean, I think they're all right. They'll be fine. 
Right. I think I think like again, I expect them to win the game. Okay, not yeah. I mean, I think we all expect them to win the game. Right. But so those are our picks. Basically, the only ones we differ on is we got one different. Uh, he's taking Niners it, plus seven. I'm taking Colts plus thirteen, right. and then we disagree on the Eagles. Right. I'm gonna take the as usual. He's giving it up. Yeah. Now I don't. <laughs> I feel like there's gonna be very few games where I if we agree it. on the Eagles, something's up. Like yeah. something is blatantly obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I or, mean, the Eagles are one and two against the spread this year. Just saying. Okay. Well. That pretty much uh, covers this week's pod, I think. So make sure you give us a follow on Twitter. At Sports is uh, the podcast official Twitter. And then me personally, I'm at AWolf31. What are you, Pete? Um, on, Twitter, I, and on Twitter and on Tapped, I am Petsky41. Petsky. Or Petetsky, depending on how you want to sure. pronounce it. And uh, untapped, I'm um, at AlexWolf31. What are you giving your beer? So I thought it was okay. I still, it was a little bit more bitter than I was expecting. Okay. So I'm going to give it a 275. Okay. It was like toffee flavor or something? Yeah. It, that sounded interesting. I really like brown ales, and this one just didn't live up to didn't sit well some of the other browns I've had. So, okay. you know, got to be real. Keeping it real over here. All right. 275. Yeah, mine, um, I think mine's a solid three or so. Um, like I said at the beginning, it, it's kind of reminiscent of like a shock toppy. Kind of beer, maybe yeah. even a little less sweet though. Okay. Um, but like you know the shock top orange or whatever, like a tangerine, what's basically an orange. So it's something along those lines. If you like that kind of beer, we're getting to fall here, so it's a little summery for right for the season here. But I enjoyed it, and uh, I guess next week Pete's gonna have to find two beers for us to drink when uh when I win this. I, I really I doubt that. I didn't see a victory that I haven't had before, so I didn't go with that. But the Dallas sucks beer worked. I told you it was gonna be lucky. And that's going to be the one retread come Dallas week. Of course. I got a whole case, so it's fun. <laughs> so uh, until next time, bottoms up. Guys, have fun.